Welcome back into another episode of the Hoth Hangout Podcast. We're glad to have you joining us after the second season premiere of The Bad Batch. We got not one, but two episodes that we watched uh, yesterday, I guess that was. Gosh, that feels like more than a day ago, but uh, Joey and I actually watched that together. If you haven't gotten a chance yet to watch our live reaction to it, that's also uploaded uh, on the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel if you're interested in checking that out. Or if you haven't seen it yet and you maybe want to watch that while you're watching the episode, I don't know, something like that might work. But uh, before we dive into the breakdown and the review of the first two episodes of the second season of The Bad Batch, Joey, how are you doing? I think this is our first podcast uh, since the new year. Happy New Year to you. Oh, that's true. Our first podcast. Yes. We, I mean, obviously we did our reaction video, right, but... Yeah. Full, full podcast uh, episode. Yes, Happy New Year to everyone, really. Hope mm-hmm. you all had a good um, <clears throat> good time with your families or your friends or able to celebrate the New Year together. Um, I actually played Fortnite in Discord as part of my <laughs> New Year, bringing in the New Year. So uh, couldn't be more uh, nerdy and gamey than, uh, than that. There you go. There you go. Hopefully you got some, some good New Year's dubs. You got some good, uh, good victory royales for the, for the 2023 celebration. Um, oh, yeah, I got, uh, I got carried hard for sure, yeah. <laughs> well, um, the second season of Bad Batch, as we said, premiered last night. Joey and I watched it together, um, which is always a blast for us because, you know, as Star Wars fans, part of the joy of, of loving something like Star Wars is, uh, you know, experiencing it with other Star Wars fans. And so, you know, that is always a highlight for me, getting to watch... Uh, new stuff like Andor w- with you and, and of course now Bad Batch and, and Mandalorian starting here in about six weeks or so, or I guess it's a little, maybe eight weeks, but, uh, holiday special. Yeah. Don't, don't remind me of that one. <laughs> well, Clone Wars, the OG Clone, Clone Wars, Wars. That yeah. was good. That was very good. Yeah. 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 The holiday special. We don't, we don't mention that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, the second season of Bad Batch returns with our, our characters. And if you haven't seen the first season of the Bad Batch, I uh, highly recommend giving that a watch. And if, if you'd like, we also have a video on the YouTube channel of a season one recap if you're looking for the, the quick version of it. Although I would, I would still recommend watching the whole first season. Great show. Absolutely. Uh, but our, our clone heroes return. There are now uh, five of them, you know, but Omega has kind of replaced Crosshair officially as the fifth member of the group. Um, and they are sort of, mercenaries now if you will uh, i mean we talked about this during the live reaction they're basically still going on missions for sid um and the part of these missions uh the se- the season opens up and they're retrieving uh some chest for a woman named fee who's voiced by wanda sykes so and i don't know if she'll be a you know a uh returning character or not but so that was kind of fun to see um and then I I didn't feel like episode one did a ton for me as much as episode two did. Um, episode um, two was more so the episode where we are starting to get into the nitty gritty of um, the first real mission, I would say, that Sid gives to them. Where we I think we learn in episode one that they're going to uh, Sereno. Which is count? Is that right that we learned it in episode one and then it happened in episode two? I'm, I'm, maybe fusing kind of melding two together. together. Yeah, yeah. 
I want to say the... Well, I'm trying to remember. It wasn't the end of... Yeah, the end of episode one was they were all kind of stuck, right? Yeah. Like, in the middle of, uh, like, on Sereno and in different areas. Uh, right? Was the whole second... Man, it's funny. <laughs> this is this is what happens when, when you ask us to stay up until three in the morning yeah. and watch Star Wars together. <laughs> uh but but the, doesn't matter. But the, and they end up in Sereno. Right, they yeah. end up on Sereno, Altogether. which for those that don't know, that's the home planet of Count Dooku. Um, and you know, it's always that Star Wars fan thing when you hear a planet, you're like, you're like, oh, well, I know yeah, that yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know that reference. Right, and and actually, and made, this is kind of jumping the gun with the review or the synopsis of the episode, but we get to see a scene where it's it's like Dooku's throne room which there's a scene or two from clone wars i think that also takes place uh in that room so that was pretty cool to see um but kind of backtracking a little bit um they're on this mission and echo and tech and omega are together going after this war chest of dooku's which at this time you know would have been killed by anakin in, in revenge of the sith uh, and so kind of all of his inheritance his riches his war chest as it's as it's said in the show is up for grabs so that's what they're going after during these these first two episodes here and um kind of i i i liked the idea of of the mission uh but i didn't i don't know we we talked about this that i didn't totally buy the fact that omega was like she she's really on board with um she she like wants the war chest and for me that was confusing until the end they kind of reveal something where she has overheard a conversation between uh was it was it echo and hunter i believe and she's kind of just like wanting to show her worth as a means right. of and it's not really about the money which that that to me made a little bit more sense right and and it's it's more to pace its death on uh, death death um the to yeah not did i just foreshadow something maybe i don't know did dies what <laughs> yeah so i mean obviously they're still working for sid sid still has this power over them essentially that she can tell the empire at any given moment that they are there they are still well i guess we don't we we find out later on that the empire actually do think that the bad batch is all perished on right. camino um, we find out like the very end scene there, but um, but obviously they're not. Sid knows this. Sid can al always go to the Empire, and can so she's dangling this fact over their head. You know they're they're still going to her for food, for you know shelter, for whatever it is. So they are still paying this you know rolling debt essentially, and by doing and in, in by doing all these missions for her. And this mission again for Fee, who is played by Wanda Sykes. I don't understand. I didn't quite get the where Fee even came from. <laughs> she kind of just appeared and she said, "I need this done." And then Sid's like, "I got the perfect group for you." And you know, yeah. I, and 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 I don't know if that's Sid's role, like basically a project manager of, of sorts, to just like, "Oh well, I, you got this thing. I got the team that could do this." And I and I it makes me curious if there are other people under her that work in this the same type mm -hmm. of fashion. Um, and you know the the aces, if you will, are the is the bad batch, you know. So I, I but we find out that you know th that Omega has heard this conversation, and 
the the one of the reasons she wants to you know really get the spoils or you know all of the jewels or all of the riches from Sereno is because she she thinks that she's almost a burden to the team. You know they they don't have a life because of her because they have to watch her, and they and Echo has a really nice moment with with uh, Omega there and just saying you know this is what we chose you know you're a part of us and where early on in season one you saw Hunter very much be in that role always kind of that father figure and maybe that he'll continue to be that but the you know the the people people like Wrecker and now Echo uh kind of have that big brother role now where you know like oh don't worry we've got you we will always support you you know you're you're one of us so don't don't think of that any other way. So I, I thought that was a great moment, you know, something that we needed to see. And, you know, because, and I think we mentioned this at some point, Echo kind of feels like the last guy yeah, that was picked up this. from the squad. Yeah, um, because he was, right? I mean, there was the Bad Batch, and then Echo kind of came in late um, because he was part of, he wasn't originally an ARC trooper, right? And then he had everything happen to him. If you haven't watched Clone Wars, like season one through seven, you got to watch it. Um, and I put a pin in that. I, I did want to mention something about Clone Wars, but so he didn't. Oh, he didn't like fit as well as the other ones, and it kind of you can kind of tell. Um, just even through season one, now a little bit in season two, he's he's kind of the the one off of everybody. Um, and it's funny because obviously the Bad Batch is the one-off of all the other clones. So, I mean, you know, so, you know, it's, but now you, you see Echo in this place in this brotherly, you know, older brother role for Omega. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to, to have the integration. Now, the, the last piece of that would be tech. I mean, I don't really see too much interaction with tech and Omega as far as, you know, outside of, like, kind of being snide or, like, you know, kind of just being the usual tech. Right. Um, very logical, very, you know. And I don't know if we ever would get that, but because of that personality. But um, but you, you could see how each of them are kind of taken taken to her and want to be, you know, kind of a mentor to, to her as well. Yeah, I think that was definitely an active choice, an active effort on the part of the creators. Um, and I don't know if it was just it was fresh on our minds because we had talked about how Echo feels like the least connected member of the group. I think we mentioned that maybe in our season one recap potentially was when we talked about that. Um, but he definitely doesn't feel that way anymore, I would say, after these two episodes. I mean, he had mm -hmm. more, more even than Hunter, more like connection mm -hmm. uh, with Omega in these two episodes, I felt like, than any of the mem other members of the Bad Batch. And so you mentioned tech as well. I I hope they kind of do the same thing because now he kind of feels like not the odd man out of not the odd man out of the group, but uh, when it comes to Omega specifically, like obviously Hunter and her have this connection. Wrecker is like this fun older brother. Now we see like this connection with with Echo and her that they've built from from this episode, and that she uh, he, he values her as a member of the group, and she recognizes that now. I don't know if we'll get something like that from from tech as well. I, I hope so, but like you said, it's kind of it's harder when he's such like a like a almost a robot. He's like C three PO without being well, C three PO. <laughs> well, well, well. Can we mention maybe he is part robot because apparently you could fracture your femur <laughs> and still walk on it if you are tech. Yeah, we commented that's, on that because that's real. <laughs> yeah, this man has like this massive crate fall on his leg. 
says, <laughs> I think I fractured my femur. And then proceeds to like hobble on one, like, you know, limp. I'm like, I don't think you do that if you fracture your femur, but okay. Right. Yeah. It wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a sprained ankle. It was a, you know, yeah. huge. He's, he's doing cart. this thing while he's got his arm around, around Echo. Yeah. And I'm like, I, yeah. you would not be able to do that. <laughs> Anyways. Right, yeah. Um, another, another character that we didn't get a whole lot of time with, but. I thought was going to be more of a central player in the season was Captain Wilco, um, who is this uh, clone captain on uh, Serena, who's in charge of all the other you know clones who are collecting the war chest that that Dooku's has the Dooku has left behind. Um, and so you know he's also the one that kind of leads this charge against. The Bad Batch members, when eventually their cover is blown, when they're in the process of trying to retrieve the war chest. Um, and you got the sense that, at least watching it, I was like, okay, he's going to be, you know, not the main antagonist of this season, but like he's definitely going to be someone to contend with that we're going to be seeing. Um, and if you haven't, for some reason, if you're listening to the episode one and two recap right now, and you, for some reason, haven't seen the show, and you still don't want spoilers. <laughs> Here's, this is a bit of a spoiler. Uh, but the episode, the second episode ends with he and uh, Vice Admiral Rampart uh, talking um, candidly sort of outside uh, on this, like, Sereno landing platform where their ships are or whatever. And um, they they're basically, you know, discussing the Bad Batch, and this is what you mentioned earlier. Um, I think it's it's Wilco who says, no, sir, like, I'm sure this was Clone Force 99. And um, the Vice Admiral Rampart says to him, um, you know, he wants him to basically fake a, a, a uh, report saying that this was you know, some other group, it, basically saying that Clone Force 99 was not involved in the attack. Um, kind of in order to cover his own butt. And so when uh Captain Wilco says I can't can't make a false uh can't make a false report, you know, that can't, I can't do that. And so he says very well and and we got nervous. <laughs> we were we were like we we're like oh no, he's going to kill him. And then he says something else along the lines of uh I, there's a moment of hesitation where it was like, "Oh, maybe he will let him live. It'll be fine." <laughs> And then he and then he pulls out his gun. And he's like, you know, so it was whatever. But so that was we didn't get Captain Captain Wilco for very long. Um, but the main reason I bring that up is because I think that thought process of Wilco's is important for this season of the Bad Batch because I think this season is going to be more and more about people involved with the Empire realizing that they are not necessarily serving a greater good by being a part of the Empire, uh, and particularly clones. I, I think we're going to see more of this happening. Uh, it's already been teased in the trailer that Cody is, is in this season, and I would assume that we see something similar to that from Cody, where, you know, he originally went along with Order 66, of course. And, right. and I, I think we're going to see some what of a redemptive arc maybe from Cody in, in this season. 
Um, so it, it felt like Wilco was maybe the the precursor to to something we'll yeah. see later on in the season with with one clone with one clone with Cody, uh, or maybe multiple clones, or you know who knows what direction they take with it. Right, and and one thing I you know I kind of mentioned earlier. I, I this is probably a good time to start talking mentioning this now, is the Clone Wars is the the, the animated series, the Clone Wars seven seven season. It was on was it on Cartoon Networks to start originally? I think so. and then got then it moved over to Netflix, and then um, a season seven was created when I believe when Disney Plus uh, got rights to it all. Right, so. Um, so there is a lot of great content, a lot of great characters in it. Um and 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 we've mentioned this type of thing before where I wonder where this this type of connection that we see with the clones is really hitting, you know, the general population of of fans, you know, where you know they're not it's not people who talk about it constantly, but they're kind of more of the casual. They know the movies, they know things like that. You know, I wonder where Bad Batch kind of falls on their radar, if at all. You know, same how Andor was. It was very much similar. I mean, we knew Andor from from Rogue One. We knew Mon Mothma. We knew all these characters, these ancillary characters that became pretty important. Um, and for a long time, the clones as a whole was kind of those ancillary characters. They were, we we had names. We had names like Rex. We had names like Fives and Echo. And um, so we knew them from the Clone Wars. But I wonder if if people are coming to this show um watching it and actually enjoying it um because i mean it's a it's a it's a fun show it's not like as as heavy as andor obviously i mean it's an animated series so then you wonder the the audience that you're getting here as well um you know is it a younger crowd and you know so i i i wonder if it's how how it's going to be received from you know the general um outside of like the real you know the real hardcore star wars um fans and such because because by us saying oh just go watch clone wars that's seven seasons of 20 episodes each you know that's a, that's a quite a time. that's quite a it's quite a task you know um but i think that um i think that's why we we like these characters so much we know names like cody and rex and you know the importance they are they have been in the star wars universe and you know the importance it'll be if we see Cody kind of change over you know against the Empire, uh, and you know even when we saw Wilco for the short time we did, we saw somebody familiar, right? Because I mean he's a clone. He kind of had that original clone haircut with the you know with the with the kind of the flat top, and so you 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 it was like almost a comfort zone. You know we we know this. This is what we know. So when we saw Wilco kind of get blasted by the vice admiral, which again was a very shocking image, I think on animated was kind of shocking to see it. Yeah, I was thinking because the same thing. because he shot him and then he falls off the bridge. They, they I think show that it, yeah, yeah, that was the part. If you go watch our reaction, that's where we both are just like we kind of get stuck because we we don't know what to do with that, right? Um, so I. I but I think going forward, like you said, the you know the importance of the clones of you know if if the Bad Batch is going to have more people on their side, maybe maybe we do see you know some people turn. You would assume, and and we didn't even get him at all in these first two episodes. Crosshair, where you know where he's going to land on the spectrum of all of this. I mean, he kind of showed a little bit at the end of season one, 
where he wanted to at least join forces with them. Um, maybe it was still towards the Empire, but you you could see the need in him to kind of still be part of that team, right? Yeah. So um, that's another interesting um, character that I wonder where we will end up with by the end of the end of the season. Yeah, and I I would be pretty surprised if we don't have a unified six person uh, enforcement or you know six person bad batch by the end of season two. I don't know if they've talked in depth about what their plans are for the um for the full length of the show whether it's three seasons whether it's four seasons i don't really know if i mean i'm sure disney has an idea but um whether whatever it is i i think i envision crosshair kind of returning into the ranks by the end of the season and also on the note of crosshair i don't know this isn't really a spoiler because it's an episode title but the title of next week's episode is the solitary clone uh, which, I, to me, that sounds like Crosshair. Yeah, so, right. But you could definitely go different ways. You can go with Rex. You can go with, sure, you know. Sure, Cody. Maybe yeah, we don't know Cody. where Cody is right now. Right, yeah. We'll go at the bottom of that bridge. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the solitary <laughs> No, but, yeah. It's, I, it's a short episode. It's a two-minute episode. Yeah. All. It's like the darkest episode of animation <laughs> in history. Um. No, but I, I do hope we get crosshair in next week's episode. I would much rather have like a like a bad batch crosshair kind of side by side happening mm-hmm. simultaneously thing going on than like we get six episodes and we haven't seen him yet. And I'm like, dang, where is he? You know? And mm-hmm. maybe they do that on purpose just to kind of create that sense of bring him back. I want crosshair. Where is he? Uh, yeah. But I, 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 I love crosshair. He's like we said, he's he's the one I he's the one I relate to. So I want to see him back. Not uh, surprised. Hopefully in, in next week's episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we missed too much with the episodes. Just because I mean, we have the one the one character that That was, was the one thing I was gonna bring to up too. Yeah. Who who we thought upon initially seeing him, uh his name was Romar. He's this older guy who they're a bit standoffish with at first. They're, you know, as they should be, kind of treating him as a potential threat. But you know, seemingly by the end of the episode, he didn't really seem to pose any threat and ends up actually helping them uh, escape in the end. And he 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 has a striking resemblance to Count Dooku. I don't know if I was the only one that thought that, but I think I mentioned it to you right when I saw him. I yeah. was like, he could be a relative of Dooku. Yeah, right. And, just... and I was trying to think back to Jedi Lost. I know he did have a sister. Mm-hmm. I know that sister had a brother. I don't I don't know if that was from the I forget if they were from the same father i guess they were from the same father but maybe not the same mother i don't remember exactly because the the one brother he ended up like being some type of they're not race cars but not pods but something they he he did something in those lines and um i forget i even forget what even happened to him or what his name was I, i was wondering if that was actually him or not but um so yeah if if he was a long lost cousin relative or something of dooku because you 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 can't not make that that connection. And the way he was older, talking about older things, in with the white white hair. Yeah, the way he was talking about things was kind of not a little bit cryptic. Like mm-hmm. you know, we were this way before the separatists came, before Dooku did all this. You know, like a little bit like he knows something almost, or he mm-hmm. had like a familiar right. a close familiarity with the situation. Uh, I, and I got a different sense. So the two the two kind of like impassing characters we had 
one in episode one and the other in episode two. Episode one was was Fee, and then episode two was Romar. But I don't view them the same way. Like I could I could easily see them not having Fee back for another episode just because she didn't really seem to play a major mm-hmm. role in anything. But this Romar guy seems to have some significance importance to him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I, he's I, the guy. He's the guy in the game. Yeah. Where yeah. you need to go back to at some point because he's going to give you some clues. He's going to give you something right. uh, to help you along with your missions. Yeah. And, and so I'd be pretty shocked if we don't see him again this season. Uh, but, you know, I, I liked his character. I was all for him. And I, I do hope there is some sort of connection and it's not just like, you know, some random guy living in the yeah. woods. Right. And he, and he, I mean, he did say we, right? When um, they they had mentioned you know, who was, who was around still. So, you know, there's definitely some type of community still on Sereno. Yeah. That's a good point. We didn't um, talk about that yet, did we? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if that means we revisit this planet because of that, you know, um, he makes a, he makes a good, a good point to tech at one point because tech kept calling them separatists, but you know, uh, Romar called them Sereno, Serenians or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So, um, and it's cause that's a very, I think very he says soldier Serenians before they were separatists. Right, yeah, and that's a very soldier way to look at it, you know, and that's the that's the development you see in these characters uh where they used to be these soldiers and they now they have to start looking at people as people as humans and um they're not just their political views, they're not just their, you know, their affiliations. Um they have, you know, they're all nuanced, they all have these different things and especially, you know, just because your your planet was part of the empire or, or part of the separatists doesn't mean every single person was on that on board for that, you know. So, to 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 have that moment was special. To have the moment with, um, with him and Omega was special with the kaleidoscope, because all Omega has known is training and learning and war and not fun and not you know kind of the childhood things that you know kids know. But I I read something earlier that Omega is actually older than everyone on the clone on on the um, right. She's on Force ninety nine, yeah. Because yeah, because she's actually just unaltered, and you know, so she's actually older than all of them. But in the same sense, you know, she's she's a child to all of us, right? So she doesn't she missed out, and just as all the clones have missed out, and you you kind of forget about that sometimes. Yeah, no clone ever had. A, she's one of the only few clones to ever have a childhood. Think about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, hopefully we get to see Boba Fett in this season. That would be pretty cool. That would be very cool. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see if if that's yet to come. The very last thing I wanted to touch on when it comes to both episodes, but more largely the show as a whole, is how they're approaching episode by episode. And what I mean by that is, I mentioned this to you already, but but I'll I'll mention it again is. I, I don't want each episode to feel like we go on this mission for Sid. We may or may not come back with something practical, but what we really took away was some was like a lesson learned. Like, you know, right. um, like even the people, like, I don't know, the people who were being persecuted on this planet, like we didn't get any money, but at least we helped them out. Like, yeah, that's right. great. But yeah. like, if you're doing that, like every episode, eventually <laughs> right. you're like, yeah. okay, but like, what is the purpose here? Like, where are we going with all yeah. of this? The show as a whole. 
Like, where do we see the Bad Batch at the end of Season 2, Episode 16? Um, and I don't really know, to be honest with you. Right now, it just kind of feels like we're having fun moving from mission to mission. Um, but I, I, wanna, I want some more concrete sense of the direction of this show, rather than just, like, mm -hmm. every episode being almost like an individual like mission in a video game, for example. Right. What I liked about Clone Wars, the, you know, the Clone Wars and what, what I liked about Andor is that they had these two, three episode arcs, right? And um, each of those arcs obviously were their own story and they were very different stories along the way. Now that we had, we had a lot more characters to go off of, you know, we had the Ahsokas, we had Beresafi, we had Luminara, we, you know, we have all of those in Clone Wars. So, Obviously, with the Bad Batch and also in Andor, we learned earlier, you know, we don't have as many to, you know, fill. Well, I guess, you know, because the Clone Wars episode series was like 20 episodes a season or something like something crazy like that. Right. So but this 16, I mean, that's it's it's still a good amount, but you're going to have these same characters essentially on each each set of these, you know, either not if they do, because I mean, this was this is a two episode arc. Right. I mean, you know, we, we could probably call it that. Um, and I hope they do the same with it. And I, and like you said, if they do the same mission, this is the mission. This the the arc is kind of umbrellaed with this mission. <laughs> they have to do this mission, and you know, here's another mission. And I'm I'm not, I wouldn't be too excited about that if they if that's the way they decided to tell their story because that I mean that's how where they're headed, unfortunately, you know. Um, but I mean, they did mention that it seems like they want to get out of the situation with Sid, you know, and that's why they're doing this. So I hope at some point, hopefully halfway through the season, I, I don't want to have to see Sid every single, every other episode, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. Yeah. You know, what's next, you know, uh, or, you know, or even starting episodes like, well, Sid wouldn't want this. And, you know, so uh, once we have a better understanding, and like I said, hopefully halfway through, because there's a, there is a mid season type of, uh, not finale, but uh, two episodes that you know, that are uh, considered that will be shown together. I think it's episode seven and eight. Um, so I'm I'm hoping by that time they'll kind of they'll be past all this stuff with Sid, and they can kind of move on with their own lives because it's just going to get repetitive if they don't. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways, if you take away the change in armor. Uh, mm -hmm. And then obviously the aging. Omega did look a little bit older. I think we noted that and during the reaction right when it started. Other than those two just, you know, aesthetic character changes, there wasn't really like a firm concrete. Like if you were to binge watch season one and two back to back, there wouldn't be like other than the two things I just mentioned, a noticeable difference between kind of the vibe. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I found that interesting as well. And I wonder if there will be a noticeable difference between episodes seven and eight and then nine like like you mentioned that that mid-season finale um, but I, that gives me a little bit of you know hope and excitement for that portion of the season because I, I much i much rather would have that than just one episode every week because there being that two week uh or that two episode week is indicative of to me that like you said those episodes are important to the overall arc of the the show as a whole but yes february 8th will be the um, the two-episode week mid-season uh, finale of Bad Batch Season 2. Uh, do you have any other thoughts on the first two episodes or anything you're looking forward to with the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, like I said, 
Crosshair. I'm I'm waiting to see where he comes up. I mean, he is he is the Saw Gerrera of this uh, of this season. I think. <laughs> oh, please don't you know? say that. <laughs> <laughs> we we are hoping we're you know because we know he's out there. Um, I hope we don't get him like in the second half of of the uh, series because he's a very important part uh, of the storyline. And even like you said, even if it's a parallel type of episode where you see one side and then you see him. Uh, even if they don't even cross paths, I think that you know that that'd be a great way to to even see what what's going on, because we've seen obviously Omega grow in her role. I I'm just curious on what what Crosshair is now kind of doing on, in his role in the Empire. Right. But um, yeah, I, I think we know there's going to be more cameos in this series. Uh, you know, we we saw Bail Organa, I believe, in the um in the uh, trailer. Was it a trailer? I think it was a trailer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um and a Wookiee with a lightsaber. We're gonna get that at and some a point. And Wookiee with a lightsaber, right? Yeah. So we we know that the, you know we'll we'll run into other Jedi's or at least Force sensitive users, you know. So we'll we'll see what what happens. So I'm excited for this series. I I hope they don't do a mission by mission type of storyline, um, because I I know that there's a lot of great great writing that can happen with these characters. I mean we've we're invested. We've been invested in these characters. So that's what's good about them but then there's that that worry like okay well we're, we're invested what are you going to do to you know we get a little worried and i think that's just us as as um that's how important these these roles are to us because we want you know good stories for them yeah definitely and i, I think these characters are worthy of good stories too they're they're fun they're enjoyable and uh you mentioned you were talking earlier just real briefly about like how this show compares to something like andor I don't think anything like the Bad Batch would ever get the the publicity of something like Andor just because it is animated. Uh, but there is a, and I don't I don't use this in a negative way, but a childlikeness to it that <laughs> I personally love. I think right. there's there's something about you know that quality that is uniquely Star Wars in some ways. Mm-hmm. For in many ways, the same reason Andor didn't feel like Star Wars, in the opposite, this does really feel like Star Wars, and so it gives you kind of that childlike sense of like, man, I love this. This stuff. is home. Yeah, this is home. Yeah. Well, um, we're excited to watch the rest of Bad Batch season two, episode three, premieres uh, Wednesday early morning, not Tuesday. <laughs> Wednesday early morning at three a.m. Eastern midnight pacific that's sometime in the morning if you live in europe like 7 a.m 8 a.m or something like that uh the name of the episode again is the solitary clone so leaves leaves a lot to to think about and ponder upon its what was it wilco Wilco. (laughs) yeah it's wilco uh but as always thank y'all for listening to the hot hangout podcast if you ever ever have any questions or uh want to share anything with us can tweet at us at hot hangout or shoot us an email hot hangout at gmail.com or you can always uh comment on any one of the youtube videos on the hot hangout youtube channel like i said we're excited to continue covering the bad batch it's a great show and uh it concludes march 29th with two episodes as well but not before the beginning of march when we'll also be covering for basically one whole month, a Mandalorian, the Mandalorian and Bad Batch at the same time. So it's going to be a busy, busy March. Any uh, closing thoughts, Joey? Just have fun. <laughs> Just have fun like with kaleidoscopes. <laughs> <laughs>
Kaleidoscopes was the main takeaway from... Yes, always have fun. Yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> uh, appreciate y'all, and may the Force be with you.